good morning. I have a really good one for you today. Yesterday we talked about forgiveness. Today we talk about slavery. Let's uh, get more involved in Grabber football, which I inadvertently was uh, a part of uh, this morning. <laughs> Hello, Kyneton. Okay, so yesterday we talked about the importance of forgiveness, and I analyzed Leonard Cohen, and uh, it appeared I connected with a lot of people. I got a lot of great response from yesterday's stream. The day before, we talked about uh, the role of actual masculinity and the, and the rise of false masculinity, victim consciousness masculinity, offended masculinity. And let's close off the week talking about slavery. We're going to talk about Kyrie Irving. We're going to talk about Yay and how I was part of his suspension this morning by accident. My bad, yay. Um, and we're going to talk about the economy of God, and we're going to talk about the mentality of slavery and how it works and how they can't just kill you. They can't just kill Spartacus. As you guys file in, good morning, BB and Bears. Good morning, Chicken Nugget. Uh, you guys can see what my mornings are typically like. My entire morning revolves around not hitting animals with my truck. It's hilarious. This is my morning. Come on, Doc. Thank you. By the way, I only started recording because the duck had done that for my entire driveway. Come on, Doc. Thank you. Thank you, Doc. How you doing this morning? Are you doing good? Yeah, me too. See you later, Doc. Don't have a quack attack. <laughs> Hello, George. Are you now going to run right at my truck? Ugh. George. George. Hey, buddy. Damn that, that, George. Bear in mind, like, no no difference in behavior. It's like all the animals, every time I drive in, they're like, yeah, my big guy's back. Let's run right at his truck. Like, I typically have to, like, stop the truck. Like, I'll grab George, put him in the truck. They're just, you know, George is a smart dog, too. He can open a door and pull it. Like, George can hit, like, George is right, right there. He can open a door this way. Dude, it's, he's a cunning, cunning dog. All right, welcome, everybody. We are going to, was just successful reactivating unauthorized subscription. Awesome. We are going to talk today about slavery, anger, the economy of God, Kyrie Irving, breaking a buck, uh, what the real, what, the N-word Man, today, this morning was unbelievable for me. Spells are colliding. I can actually, I feel like I, I can actually do something good in the world and pay back some of the people that have done that for me in the past. Okay, is everybody here? My friend hasn't opened his truck door to let his cat in. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's you know, I know I get they're excited to see me again, but I mean, it's, I have like truck animal PTSD at this point. Okay, so let's talk about Kyrie Irving. Oh, do you guys... For, all right, so Kyrie Irving yesterday did this post apologizing to the Jews. 
He said, while doing research on Yahweh, I posted a documentary that contained some false anti-Semitic statements, narratives, and language that were untrue and offensive to the Jewish race religion. What is it, a race religion? I mean, it's already nonsense. And I take full accountability and responsibility for my actions. I am grateful to have a big platform to share knowledge, and I want to move forward by having an open dialogue to learn more and grow from this. To all, and by the way, I'm not putting them down. I know how hard it is when you're getting whipped. What a turd. No, no, we're, this isn't a Kyrie hate fest at all. Because it's, an, it's, a, it's, a, it's really hard. As someone who has been backlashed, and isn't it interesting that they call it a media backlash? Where you have your crackers like Shaq and Skip Bayless and all these people. They're, they're, whack, they're, they're, they're beating you. And... The key is to never, ever cuck and to have fun as they do it. That's what I did, and that's why a lot of the Bears are here and they trust me because if you're going to go for it, go all the way. That doesn't mean in every scenario. You're getting robbed for a loaf of bread. You, uh, you can get more bread. Give up the bread. Not a big deal. Your life isn't worth bre uh, bread. You're starving. Fight for the bread. You understand? The tax man wants to come. You might do 12 years in prison like... Like Vox's dad, if you don't pay Caesar, pay the man. Pay the vig to the gangsters. They want you to sign off on child murder or trans children or, uh, you know, keeping your brothers and sisters of this world uh, indoctrinated in pornography and alcohol and all that. No, no, no. Fight. Fight the whipping, the whipping post. And never cuck. They're not going to kill you. That's how they make martyrs and religions. They don't like Spartacus. They don't like Jesus. Okay, we'll talk about the psychology behind it in a second. So Kyrie says, to, and, and there is a deeper agenda to this, and I, I know that these men are not operating in a scripted way. Let me tell you the yay story this morning. Coddington can uh, verify it. Uh, it's real. This is all really happening. But the question to ask yourself is why is the documentary still allowed on Amazon? Huh. It's almost like it's a victim story to promote a documentary. Like, hang on real quick. We just posted this this morning. Kyrie Irving suspended for sharing Building Bertaria documentary because that would actually be positive for everybody. We'll get to that. Uh, Toronto Jew Bear says, the ADL Jews have just infinitely increased resentment against the Jews. Yeah, because the ADL Jews are, uh, Jonathan Greenblatt is the cracker. He's the whip man. And they're not just bad. It's a job. And so let's talk about this first, the psychology of slavery. Slavery is a choice. It is mental. Okay, and if you're going to go against the landowner, um, and our current form of slavery, I think, is immoral because it's based on deception, uh, lack of consent and uh, racial superiority of uh, a group of Zionists. All right. And they see me as an N word just like Yay. And we'll get to that. Yay lost his N word ability today. He's not allowed to say it anymore because he's not being compliant. The N word has nothing to do with skin color. And I find it hilarious. Guys, the fact I'm talking to him about it this morning and giving advice and it's blowing my mind, frankly, that I actually can see the reality of what's happening and what could potentially be a bigger spell. That's why yesterday I did an Instagram stream about saving our Jews. <laughs> that 
there is clearly a bigger agenda. And these men are not in on it, in my opinion. But they want to build resentment against America's Jews so that the bigger boys can take the, our national Federal Reserve. I know the Federal Reserve seems awful because the fiat, no gold standard, you know, gravel, 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 starting wars, fake pandemics. I get it. It, do, it can get worse. And so that's why it really is all about forgiveness, love, and God's economy of blessings and good deeds. All praise goes to God. And that, that I'm not being a churchian or a fake, and you guys know I'm not being a fake. So let's say you got, let, all right, so check out this video. And I got Connie to post this video this morning. And uh, it's true, but they suspended his account. And yeah, where is it? So this dude sums it up perfectly about how the massa, how the massa treats his ends. Here go ye, he stand up. We all saying, yeah, he right. But boy, when they grab that baddest, that's always been a tactic. You take the baddest, bring him out in front of all the slaves, and you tie him up, and you whoop him, and you whoop him, and you whoop him, and you keep whooping him in front of all these slaves. This, this y'all baddest one, y'all richest one, he gonna stand up to us. And we all sit there and watch. Don't nobody join in. No, no celebrity, no entertainer. Jay-Z punk ass turned on him. They whooping him. They whooping. They putting them lashes on his back. Then he find out. Toby, I'm sorry, y'all. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. They still whooping him. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. They don't stop whooping him. And they don't we stop. ain't said that's enough. We ain't stood up and said, fuck y'all. That, that's enough. We ain't playing no more basketball. We ain't doing nothing no more. Because we can all come together and shake our dick at them and we want to. <laughs> So imagine you're a slave owner and you're in this Talmudic bad slavery. Like I, I joke that the builder buddies are slaves. They're not actually slaves. You know, the, the, the mind control race-based slavery, and they view me as a nigger too. So don't think it's, you know, it, 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 it's hilarious. Anyway, stand with you. Yeah, but standing is, is taking the whooping and enjoying it. So they call it a media backlash because the cracker's going to come out and lash your back. And um, they've perfected it over the centuries. And they know is not just Jews. This is, um, I, I did a whole stream yesterday. Please watch it. It's about forgiveness and the faceless nature of evil, where they will adopt identity based on their needs. Okay, so uh, pinning it on, quote unquote, the Jews is a joke at this point. But there's a lot of people that use that as a liability shield. Anyway, yeah, last night I talked about it a lot. So they did that to me. I was talking to you about that this morning. I was telling them about how five years ago um, they were whooping me because they say, give me your biggest, baddest comedian, the one that won't play ball. Because I'm doing Caitlyn Jenner jokes. I'm making fun of David Hogg. And I was, and people were like, yeah, oh, when? You know, I had the people. You know, I'd get 70,000 retweets on a tweet that they deleted. A lot of them would be blue check marks. And I wasn't uh, uh, going against terms and conditions. So what did they do? So they want to, they make an example of the slave, you know? And so they bring you out and they whoop you. They, but what do you do? You can't beg forgiveness. And I never did. And that's why I'm still standing. Because imagine, don't just picture slave owners as just evil, like these crackers. Picture it as a job. Rogan is a house nigg for what? Yeah, yeah, 
So they're beating you and they're beating you and everyone's looking on and they're all quiet and they're going to see what you're doing. Oh, Owen Benjamin's white supremacist. Oh, Nazi. Oh, he's lost his mind. Oh, he's insane. He's not allowed on Twitter. Oh, he's not allowed on Facebook. He's not allowed on PayPal. Oh, oh, he has a rental property. He can't feed his family. Now it's Airbnb. He's off Airbnb. He's not allowed anywhere. He's evil. He's terrible. So what do we do? We don't say, please, Massa, let me back on. We say, no one's having more fun than us. Bang. No one's having more fun than us. Bang. It's not about hurting the whipper. It's not about vengeance. Vengeance is mine, said the Lord. Okay, this is pure gravy I'm, I'm ladling right now in a way that most people don't know because they haven't been through the whippings. There are four lights. You're not going to change my reality. And again, you don't need to make a stand for all kinds of stuff. Someone's robbing you, just give them the money. Unless that money is the only money you have to eat and you'll starve to death. But when they're saying you have to sign off on trans kids... You have to change the way you see the world. You have to denounce the good, the true, the beautiful. No. And standing up is not about killing the whipper. It's not about uh, violence or acting crazy or acting angry. In fact, they want that. It's about not only taking the beating, but making them look sadistic. And here's the thing. And while they're beating you, no one's having more fun. Is that all you got? Bang. Oh, you're scratching my itch. Bang. Oh, is that all you got? Bang. And then the crowd starts being like, enough. Enough. This is a little crazy, right? If I, if, if I ran at the whip, ah, then, then I lose. Turn the other cheek. Exactly, Rebecca Bear. Bang. And then what do they do? They can't kill you. What happens if they kill you? Spartacus. I am Spartacus. That's if they, if they kill you before you cuck, that's how religions start. And they know that this, this, this these uh, techniques are thousands of years old. So what do they do? Bang. Just don't cuck. Don't cuck. Because once you cuck, then they can really fuck with you. Don't cuck. But be joyous. Be grateful. Have a good sense of humor. Enjoy the simple things in life. Don't need anything from them. Right? Don't beg. Bang, bang, don't beg, don't beg. And have a smile on your face when they do it. Bang, and have and enjoy it. And then what happens? It gets really interesting. Yeah, they want to turn you into an animal, yeah. You know, don't, don't beg for your comforts back and don't become an animal. Um, and so, uh, oh yeah, yeah, this is, I know this is kind of disrespectful to her, but the day my mom stopped whipping me with a belt was the day I looked back and laughed and asked if that's all she got. Yeah, yeah. Because unless you're willing to go the distance, if you're not willing to go all the way, don't even start. And that goes for the cracker. And it's called a whip cracker. People think that that term has to do with white skin. Crack, crack, crack. Like Shaq's a little, uh, a little whip, whip cracker. You know, that he's allowed in the big house with his lollipops. So is Joe Rogan. Crack, apologize, crack, right? And so there's, there's two very wrong ways to go. One, beg forgiveness, which is what most people do, or two, get angry. It's all about saying, is that all? Yeah, because the whipper will eventually stop, and then they try to make a deal with you. Like, let's say you got, you, you, you're a, a, a cracker and you got a thousand slaves, and everything's going good, and they're doing their job, and you're doing your mind control stuff. There's no fencing, you know, but it's still, it's still abusive. And uh, 
And then you got someone like me. It's like, you know what? I'm not going to follow the rules. I'll do my job, but like, why do I got to, you know, jump on one foot on Wednesday? You know, they'll do rules that don't make sense. Like you wear your mask while you're being seated at the restaurant, then you take it off. It's to show compliance. And I'm like, nah, nah, I'm not going to do stuff that doesn't make sense. Why did Kyrie give in now and not with the COVID vax? Um, I don't know. I don't know. But did you notice they suspended him after he gave the ADL 500 grand and then the ADL refused it? You see how the cracker works? The crack, 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 because they don't, they don't make martyrs. So let's say you have it off. And so if you're the whipper, what do you do at that point? Then you shower them with praise. You say, oh, you know what? Maybe I was wrong about you. You really are a big boy. Like, okay, let's say you're managing thousands of slaves. There's not a lot of you, the crackers. And you got one that's starting to get defiant. And then just like that dude was saying, you give me your biggest, baddest nigger, the richest one, the one that thinks he bad, whoop them, whoop them, whoop them until they apologize. What if they don't apologize? And what if they don't hold resentment? What if they turn the other cheek? Then what do you do? Think about it. You can't kill them because then you make a martyr. Then you make a saint. So what do you do? You give them free whiskey, right? You start a controlled opposition. You start boosting up another big boy, right? You get another slave on the payroll and get him to be the, the truther, the, the, the big boy. And then you start dividing. Then you get them to fight. And then you get your big boy that survived the whipping and you go, man, you really are a strong man. Here, you get privileges that the others don't get. How about some, how about a big house in Beverly Hills? Right, you see it? I think that's what happened to a lot of Saudi Arabians because Islam is so disciplined that they always get really rich. The Islamic empire and then, you know, a lot of uh, the Middle East right now because of the discipline. And so how does the devil usually get the, uh, the Muslims? Is, uh, is extreme wealth. And fanciness, where they're like, man, you really, you really, you know, they shower with compliments and then the golden, the golden plates and the, and the comforts and the, you know, that's, that's pretty much how they do it. Shaq the Whipper, not, all right, so let's get into it, what happened to me this morning. So, yeah, this, this, so Kyrie shouldn't have done this, but it's okay. I still like him. It's not like I'm like, oh, no, because the key is you also, you can't expect what the massa is giving you. If you, if you start this shit, you better be willing to shovel animal manure. One of the reasons I have such a nice life and uh, I'm not a fearful person and I enjoy life and I'm actually rooting for our Jews. You know, I don't want to see our bankers all flee and then, you know, the World Economic Forum, the IMF and the UN all come in and feed everyone bugs. Like, you know, our Jews are gangsters. They're, they're slave masters, you know. You pay the vig, you don't disrespect them publicly, and they give you oil and grain. I'm starting to really understand it. It's like, it's like the mafia, except instead of all those mob movies with Italians, it's actually Jews. And then you got your Jews that aren't it, that, that like uh, Robert De Niro that won't take the money in uh, Bronx Tale, and he's like working his honest job. And then you got the, the Italians that, that are like, yo, I know Don Corleone, he's my homie, dude. Those are usually the ones that get the most uh, persecution. When shit hits the fan. And then you got the big boys at the table. The kosher nosery. Yeah, and so what do they require? You don't disrespect them publicly, or they got to make an example out of you, break you, or buy you off. And you pay them your percentage, and then they supply you, quote-unquote, protection, oil, grain, you know, comforts. And that's the mob, dude. That's every gangster in human history. That's every cartel. And so we have the Federal Reserve as the cartel in America. 
I'm starting to see this clearly because I am off the uh, off the plantation in a lot of ways. Not all plantations. I pay the vig to the IRS. I I follow the laws. You know, pay Rome, Rome. I get it. Kyrie is only 30 years old. There's lots of hope for him. It's not even about hope. Like what what would happen if he never? I'm just saying, don't apologize for your own well-being. There's no revolution to take out Jays or anything. What would that do? So now there's no NBA. Now there's no bank. Now there's no, oh, so what are you going to do for a living? Have you even thought about what you're going to use for money? Your standard of living would go down 99%. You know, you overturned the Federal Reserve Act, now an ounce of gold. You know, right now an ounce of gold, according, if we were still on that standard, is $800,000 an ounce. Okay, so like, you go back to an honest silverback, goldback currency, you no longer have world reserve currency status. That's poverty. And it, it, don't get me wrong, I'd be down. Like I'm... I live my life like that's already happened. But understand that there's no, when people are like, oh, Kyrie, you gotta, yeah, he shouldn't have cucked because now they're gonna own him more. You know, he'd get a better deal if he held strong, like, like Joe Rogan got 200 million to, uh, to sell out. Unless you're willing to leave the NBA and do your own thing, unless you're willing to make your own shoes, you know, grow your own cotton, Unless you're willing to start your own social media or understand that you'll just be rotating through burner channels, you know, get out of debt, get a well, grow your own food, right? Unless you're willing to do that, it's all, it's all not, it doesn't matter. As an artist, I really respect what Ye's doing. And I think that it's going to be good for people if he uh, continuously talks about love and gratitude and sin and getting off sin and all this shit. So this is what happened to me this morning. And first, we'll show you what the cracker looks like. So this is what Ye is tweeting. Ye right now is, uh, is, um, is in a seven-day suspension on Twitter because he said the word nigger. Because he's no longer a nigger. I told him this this morning. Dude, this is the shit that I've been saying for years, and now it's being dramatically acted out. He lost his nigger privileges because he's not compliant. Bang, whooping him, bang, right? Nigger it doesn't have to do with skin color. It's fascinating, right? Wait till we... All right, so, so Ye says, Shaq is in business with Jamie Salter. Jamie first said he's 50-50 with David Beckham and 50-50 with Shaq. And I said, Jamie, there's no such thing as 50-50 in business. Who has the extra 1% for the control and voting rights, which is completely valid? And then Shaq says, Ah, Shaq, believe me, you don't know me like that. Worry about your business. And to quote the once great Kanye West, I got more money than you, so why would I listen to you? Take my advice. Get your family business in order. Have a great day, brother. It's coming from a guy who cheated on his wife so many times that he's now doing insurance commercials wearing her shoes in a humiliation ritual. Okay, that's a cracker. That's a dude who gets a lollipop and gets to sleep in the big house. And whites are crackers. It's not a, a race thing. But like... That's hilarious. He's like, in here, yay. You don't know me like that. Okay, so um, I was, you know, and I was sending him this. I'm like, that's fucking hilarious. And so this is what I sent Kanye this morning, and I, I'm sorry. So this is a fact. So this dude says, I'm starting to think anti-Semitic means nigger. <laughs> so I said that to Ye this morning, and he was like, so fucking true, you know? And so then he tweets it, and he gets suspended. I'm starting to think anti-Semitic means nigger, and he referenced that and says, oh, violation of rules. So now he's in a seven-day suspension. Why? 
because he lost his nigger privileges. He's not allowed to say nigger anymore. He now has to follow the white guy rules. <laughs> Sorry for laughing. I know it's kind of a bummer, but it's like dramatized. And so I was telling him, I'm like, free your people, man, from porn, from alcohol. You know, God's, God's, uh, and I had a, a friend who's now a very, very close friend of mine, and I'm honored to be able to work with him in a lot of ways, where when I was going through my angry phase, he taught me a lot about God's economy and forgiveness and blessings and being humble and, uh, you know, forgiving the grabber, but not in a cucked way, like in a way that uh, they don't matter. They're pathetic. Like, I'll show you something. Like, they're, they're, the, the masks are now off now, right? So look at this. Uh, where is it? Whooping them, media, suspended. Oh, Skip Baylor. All right. So uh, this statement would have been so powerful if Kyrie knew what their shirt said. And Skip Bayless says, this is just wrong. If Kyrie Irving could read, he'd be so mad right now. Okay, so the masks are off. So this little Jewish guy, this, this little cracker, is now saying that because Kyrie is black, he can't read. Which I find funny as a comedian, obviously. I've been saying, you know, a lot of blacks can't read. That's very funny. But those liberal left-wing victim consciousness people are now openly but they don't realize what they're saying and how many people are witnessing it it's like oh so the nigger can't read huh skip huh skippy hey skippy what what do i say today skippy well you have that this fucking nigger down there so so the masks are off but but don't get mad and i was telling that to you this morning i'm like he doesn't matter. He's pathetic. I said, I got canceled five years ago and I had a lot of anger. And I didn't, and I'm like, five years later, I'm going to tell you right now that every coward, every betrayer, every one of these fuckers has paid in ways I couldn't have designed myself. God always, you know, always will um, evoke vengeance. And it's not for us to do. Our job is to inspire and to free the people from sin, like the alcohol, the porn, you know, the anger, the resentment, the feeling like you're a slave, like all that shit that is plaguing a lot of quote unquote black people. I'm like, yeah, if you do that, like that's because the, the, the God economy is all about blessings, you know? So when you do a good act for someone else in the name of God, and you do it for the sake of God, not for yourself, that ripples out. And that's the real economy, because right now we're in an inverted Ponzi scheme where it's a compound interest of humiliation. When you flip it, it's all about compound interest of blessings. And it's very true. So when if you, so I was telling them, I'm like, if you get people to stop watching porn or you like encourage them to stop drinking alcohol or you encourage them to be grateful, that's the best thing you can do. Because these Skip Bayless... Shaq, all these people, you know, because Ye was uh, posted on Instagram this text that his old Jewish handler was saying about how they'll drug him into being a zombie again and all this shit. So true, Yaz always in control, always in control. And I told this to him today because it's my honor to be able to pass this on because someone did this for me. And I thanked him today for it, and he's Muslim, and he said, I'll... Um, the equivalent of uh, all praise go to God, all mood something. I'm not good with Arabic, but. Uh, and it's so helpful to see it because 
God allows evil in the devil, not because the devil can't beat God. There's no threat to God from the devil. None. Zero. So why is evil here? It's to gain strength and gain our free will and gain our ability to rise above it and to not react. You know, and because the question I'll ask you guys, and don't get me wrong, like, because I know this is all really happening. The Kyrie Irving thing, the yay thing. I'm like involved. I, I get it. I'm, t- I'm giving advice and all this stuff. And, um, but there still feels to be a scripted element. And I'll tell you why. Because Amazon still has that documentary up and it just got a massive, massive promotion. I don't think the grabbers that are, whipping these people, uh, giving them backlashings on the media. I don't think they're even aware of it. I think there's another level where they want conflict between blacks and Jews. And I called this years ago because that documentary isn't very empowering. It's all about, it's all about resentment. It's about how the Jews own the slave ships and, you know, Hitler had some uh, valid points and blah, 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 blah. You want to hear, you want to see something about Hitler? What do you get from this meme. Kanye was removed from Madame Tussaud Wax Museum for anti-Semitism, but Hitler is still there. Nothing makes sense anymore. Oh no, it makes sense. It makes sense when you realize that one of those men is no longer a controlled asset. And I'll give you a hint. He doesn't have a mustache. (laughs) The documentary does stir up resentment. Yeah, imagine uh, imagine if Kyrie Irving, and I'm not knocking the guy. I think he does have a lot of bravery and courage because I've been there, dude. I've had a mustache getting pissed off. Uh, where is it? One of them has a better stash. Uh, let's see. I'll show you my stash days in a second. Oh yeah. Kyrie Irving suspended for sharing building Bertari documentary. Why isn't that happening? Right? Why is the Hebrews to slave ships a lot on Amazon, but building Bertaria isn't? You ever think about that? Huh. With all this ADL pressure, why hasn't the ADL pressured Amazon to take down the documentary? Hmm. It's on the biggest platform in the world and now has a victim narrative to watch it because the true way to free your people is to encourage them to be grateful to God engage in as many blessings as they can, you know, serve others. I talked to Crow yesterday. We're right on board with each other. You know, there is this unifying uh, state between all different walks of life. It's love your God, love your creator, and serve your fellow man. And then you become in this vibratory state. I was telling him about the synchronicities we're all experiencing is like, yeah, because you guys are in a, in a consciousness together, like you and the bears. And it was just a beautiful conversation I had. We're gonna, he's going to do my stream and I'm going to do his next week. But when you serve your fellow man, the grabbers have no control over you. So why would they want to build resentment? Because that is a state that's very easy to control the slaves in. So... You're, you're the, the cracker and you're cracking them. You're whooping them. You're, oh, you're the big boy. You're the big nigger, right? You're the one everyone's listening to. You're the one that'll defy me. Bang, bang. And, and someone wrote this morning to me that 
that they didn't think that there was as much violence in the slave days in the South. There wasn't really whips. It's uh, MKUltra. No, there definitely was because there was violence everywhere. Read Farmer Book, Farmer Boy by um, Laura Ingalls Wilder. It's about her husband's life during the same time as the Civil War from upstate New York, right near where I went to college. Parents beat their kids with bull whips. Teachers beat people with bull whips. It was just a much more violent time. And that has to do with workers. You know, bosses would beat people like bosses. You know, quote unquote slavery in the antebellum South um, resembled work in a way. Like there was no fencing, no barbed wire. You could leave. It was uh, Talmudic though and very... uh, some aspects of it were very, some plantations and some aspects of it were extremely corrupt and abusive, but so were the factories in the North. You know, it was a, an abusive time. People beat the fuck out of each other. You know, it was, and, and so that, that slave post stuff, I mean, kids in school would be brought out and beaten, like given lashings. I didn't say there weren't whips, Scarber. I just represented your argument well. So if you have a problem with that, go fuck yourself. How's that sound? You said that there was a, an increase in violence associated with uh, slavery. And I said, no, there was just way more violence back then. That everyone was getting fucking whipped. <laughs> All right. So anyway, so if you're going to manage slaves, the whip isn't even the best way to do it. If they don't break, if they don't cuck, if they don't beg the the cracker to stop, you give them privileges, you give them free whiskey, you give them pornos, you give them access to big juicy asses, you start promoting other bucks to compete with them, you you create resentment. So when you give the buck uh, that won't break free shit and he doesn't share it with his people, they'll start hating him for it. You know, you give that buck some free whiskey and he doesn't pass it out to his people. See, that can backfire too. What happens when you give the buck that won't break free whiskey and he says, all right, everybody, let's all share this. You're my people. Oh, no. Now you're making a king, unfortunately. So then you just give them all a ton of fucking whiskey. Get them hammered. You you see what I'm saying? And the more you have to degrade them to keep them in order and keep them in line, uh, the less productive they'll be as slaves. And now you're seeing that a lot with uh, a lot of black Americans. And in Black Lady Bear's defense and her people's defense, one reason why I think they've been so degraded is because a lot of them do rebel. I think a lot of black, like I think white, quote unquote whites make a lot easier, more docile slaves. Because uh, I think, uh, you know, I just think we're more designed for it. I think a lot of whites enjoy work. I think blacks require a lot more shiny wheels for Shaq's car and, you know, uh, whoring and prostitution and drugs and evil to keep them in line. Because they can't just kill the slaves or else you make heroes and martyrs. And then people will die for the truth at that point. You know, they learned this thousands of years ago. Disobedience is our thing, haha. Yeah, yeah, you guys don't make very good slaves. That's one of the ironies about the the history of slavery in America. I'll give that to Scarbear. That one thing that um, that is interesting is blacks don't make good slaves. They really don't. It's like 
they're very disagreeable. But that's why if you're going to enslave them, you have to uh, you have to use their disagreeableness against them. That's why you get them arguing over who has lighter skin, their frizzy hair versus the 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 good smooth hair, and who's got white hair, and who's like a little light skin and bitch, and you know who's got more candy and who's got like shinier cars. Like that's how you do it with people that. Um, you know, and it's, it's brutal. So that's what I wanted to talk about with slavery. So how do you set your people free? Do you do it with money? Do you do it with, with, with revenge? No, you do it by having a good time while you're getting whipped. I'll take it. It's all good. Scarberry. I probably overreacted. And, uh, and you show people how to not be dependent. So why were all the slaves stuck on the plantation? Cause they were dependent wasn't because of barbed wire. Wasn't it? They didn't have machine guns on guard towers. How, why didn't they escape? Because they were dependent. Why didn't the quote-unquote Jews escape from Pharaoh? Because they were dependent. Why did they bitch for 40 years in a, in a desert and want to go back because they didn't have enough meat? Because they missed their comforts. Slavery is about comfort and sin. It's not about violence. It's not about murder. Those things don't work in slavery. They all want to be Becky with the good hair. Yeah, and that's manufactured to keep them bitching against each other. That's why it's up to you to resist it. And a lot of people that are very good at resisting it were historically Islamic. I was talking to Crow about that. People that pray five times a day on the floor with their head touching the ground are going to be harder to control if your control is sin. People who cover their women, don't allow movies, don't allow homos, don't allow debt. That's a problem. So how do you... Cuck the Muslims. Vanity, uh, excessive money, getting soft. You know, and, and there's always a strategy to slavery. Like look at look at Saudi, look at Iraq, look at Kuwait. You go to Kuwait, there's there's wrecked Lamborghinis on the road that they they don't even they just they're so rich you wouldn't believe it. Kuwait is a welfare state for the rich. It's like a Indian um it's like an Indian reservation, except they get every citizen of Kuwait, everyone gets $1 million a year free. Think about that. Everybody with a bloodline to that tribe gets a million dollars a year. Every fucking one of them. That's how you cuck them. You cuck them with, uh, with Gucci. You cuck them with, because it's really hard to cuck Muslims. That's why Afghanistan was such a problem. Because the humble Muslim that prays five times a day and rejects usury, porn, uh, gives all praise to Allah, that's hard. Think of it from the point of view as a slave master. How do you cuck that guy? You know, do you get him in debt? You get him wanting stuff? Imagine the ones that, that, like that if they die, they go to, if they die serving Allah, they go to paradise. You gonna kill them? No, all their friends are gonna be like, he is with Allah. I want to be with Allah. It's like, oh, fuck. Always remember the quote-unquote slaves vastly outnumber the quote-unquote master. Always. And so that's why it's all about love, gratitude, and a lack of sin. A woman got raped on her morning jog in Manhattan. This shit doesn't happen in Afghanistan. Well, there's sin everywhere. I'm not exalting Afghanist, Afghani Muslims. There's rapists there. There's liars and cheaters. and greed. It's as a system, however... It's, uh, it's harder to enslave. Um, biblically, Christians are very hard to enslave. Unfortunately, a lot of them don't feel the need 
to reject sin and usury and drunkenness and porn and debt and all that stuff because they feel they're already saved and they have no commitment to God's law. Turn them into terror. Well, you know, it's um, no, but I mean, America lost in Afghanistan. They had to leave after losing. Russia lost in Afghanistan. Why? Because those people are hard to enslave. All right, I talked to someone who spent there and the poor people drive BMWs. Yeah, yeah, the, every Kuwaiti citizen gets $1 million a year. Women don't jog in Afghanistan? No, no, that's why they cover up. That's why they don't have porn. That's why they kill rapists. That's why it's like evil exists. And what is evil here to do? It's here to uh, show you how you have to live. Um, what about Asians, Russians, BB? Eight, well, I'll just speak on China, for example. Uh, China is controlled by um, familial ties and shame. You know, you're, you're dishonoring your ancestors. You're dishonoring your parents. You will be shamed. You won't be able to get a wife. You will be mocked. Like social shame is a huge factor in China. And I was listening to a, a podcast this morning with a Chinese guy explaining the social credit score. And he made a lot of great points. He's like, the young people love the social credit score. Because most of the social credit score is about not being corrupt. The biggest problem I have with the social credit scores, credit scores, vaccines, but that, uh, you know, they might correct that. But as an American, I'm not going to judge it because our social, our, our credit score is based on debt. It's based on how much debt we have and how well we pay it off. Did you know my credit score was close to 800? Perfect, basically. And it's dropped. Would anyone want to know why my credit in America has dropped? Because I don't have any debt. I don't have any credit cards. I don't have a mortgage. And that's seen as bad. That's seen as bad. So a lot of Chinese social credit is based on following the law, not being corrupt, working hard, blah, blah, blah. And so a lot of young people see it as a good thing. And it's not shame is big in Eastern culture. Yeah, yeah. Family shame, like one uh, problem with that is an American, I would call it a problem, but I'm not here to tell China how to live, especially as an American with our, our women are on OnlyFans rubbing their pussy for uh, uh, cryptos. I mean, it's fucking insane. Not only is it not illegal, it's advertised. No problem, because it enslaves everybody. If you allow your woman to be sexualized, you're a, you can be incredibly uh, enslaved. Um, so one thing that can happen that to me feels very, very tyrannical as an American is in China, uh, according to their credit score, I'm not sure how valid this is. I'm not sure if this is even true, but it sounds like something they would do is you can be punished for the behavior of your family members. And to me, that sounds absolutely insane. Like, let's say... Uh, I'm doing something, and so then my brother gets uh, backlashed. And so then your family becomes your own police, where they're like, you know, disrespect the family. Okay, that's how they live. In Japan, uh, until 80 years ago, th if they felt like they dishonored their ancestors that are dead, they would stab themselves in the stomach with a sword. That's the only way they felt like they would have honor in death. It's not my position to tell them that their entire culture is wrong. When you look at, at a lot of these cultures, and you like China, you see beautiful rail systems, clean cities, 
you know, uh, a population that believes in their government, you know, uh, people that work hard, people that have an identity that goes back thousands of years. So like, who the fuck am I to be like, no, 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 you got to be more like an American and be run secretly by banking Jews that hate you. And don't get me wrong. I don't want to overturn our Jews because there's no, we haven't grown through it. If there's no alternative, any order is better, even if the order appears awful. Okay, so would you like to see me in a more angry time? And I'm saying cool stuff, like it ages well, but I'm just really glad that um, I've, you know, I grew out the full beard. I mean, don't get me wrong, the mustache is great. But this is me, what, three and a half years ago? You're crazy, but you make sense. Then I'm not crazy then. I think our culture is fucking crazy. I think the fact that our entertainment is about sexualizing kids and violence is insane. Yeah, right on. And so then what, what did I, but I, you can see that I'm pissed. You can see that I'm the, I'm in the agitated state that demons love. Uh, and then I said this, and this is something I'm proud of that I, I did this, but at the same time, you can tell I'm like still thinking about them. Uh, the best advice I can give any man is stop watching porn. It's like that will free your mind to a degree that you can't imagine. You'll stop being a creepy little retard. All right. So I've been at it a while. Hang on. So someone said, our banking Jews hate us. Yeah, but they're envious of us. It's because they, they hate us because we're free. It's envy. Take it, okay, they don't let you say nigger because you're not a nigger to them. Don't get me wrong. Well, you look different, BB? You think I look different or is it the mustache? I can't tell. Back in that face, you had more frequent moments of goats kicking over the buckets. I wouldn't be surprised if you just had that happen before recording that. Yeah, my animals never kick my bucket now. Maybe that's why it's called kicking the bucket. You look anorexic there. Yeah, I'm starting to get in good shape. I still have my like farmer belly and everything. But like this morning I did 170 push-ups. Uh, like I can now do like 70 push-ups in a row potentially if it was the only set. Like I'm fucking pumped about it. BB was still becoming a man back then. Yeah. So in, in final, my final thought about slavery, let me show you what the American financial system looks like. Dramatized. Okay. And uh, the difference between the liar and the true believer and what happens when someone actually says it out loud. I look healthier now? Nice. You ripped it! You ripped the money! We're not rich! We're broke! It's so true. <laughs> it's like you're sitting around with all your friends and you're talking shit and you're like, yeah. And then one of them's like, yeah, so this is what we all think. Anyway, Beyonce, you know, that was me, bro. That was me. I was the dude that would believe the people I was around. I'd say things publicly and then they'd all be like, no, no, we don't actually have it. And I'm like, what? No, you, I, I thought we're throwing money like we're rich. I just, can't we burn it then? No, this is borrowed. Watch this again. 
This is such a good metaphor for how the world operates with the illusion versus the innocent believer. <laughs> By the way, that guy's the hypocrite. The other guy believes it. And you understand the difference, like how there's innocence in this world and hypocrisy in this world? Like this guy dancing and pumping and acting like he's rich, he knows he's not. He knows it's all bullshit. The other dude is innocent. Even though he's acting like a jackass, he believes it. He's like, yeah. And that's how I, I, I judge people now. I don't judge them because you never know who's actually innocent. But I'm like, a lot of people doing crazy stuff that I believe is immoral, a lot of them have no idea it's immoral. They just are believing. They're just like, yeah, this is all real. And it's not. It's a spell. You know? Watch this again. Oh my God. <laughs> it's so true. All right. Do you guys want an update on uh, exactly what we've uh, raised for Vertari Times? And this is the last day to donate for this round of emails to keep you updated on what we're doing. We have raised $252,000 from 475 donors. Bear in mind, I still have to pay taxes on that. And there's some minor expenses. So just understand that. But anyway, 393 people have donated more than $400. Thank you all very, very much. 74 people have donated over $1,000. Six people have donated over $5,000. And three people have donated over $10,000 and will have the ability of throwing 33 tomatoes at my face. Uh, all right, so we have 475 tickets going to the festival now, 83 people for the banquet, six people are getting custom benches, and three people are going to be throwing tomatoes at me. So there it is. So, so far we have 99 tomatoes. I got 99 tomatoes, but a bitch ain't one. Hit me! Boom, boom, boom. Can the tomatoes be shared? Yes. Can we donate through Entropy? No. It has to be very specific. It either is P.O. Box 490, Sandpoint, Idaho, 83864, but follow the directions at the website. So go to BertariaCampgrounds.com because we have our own account just for this. So everything's very clean. And everybody, we, um, everybody's uh, contact information and all that. And we have all your emails, unless you didn't give us an email. Um, the problem is that the people who are innocent and don't know what they do is immoral is that they are atheists who reject any worldview with a coherent and injective moral system so that they're fucked no matter what. Yeah, I'm not saying to befriend these people. No, we're all innocent to something bad we're doing right now. Right now. All of us. But I, when I say forgive them or and you don't know who's innocent, and who's not, that's why it's good to forgive everybody. But that doesn't mean you don't enforce laws on them. I think the world should be way more draconian, way more, but that's just me. Anyway, it doesn't mean you have to have them in your life. It doesn't mean you have to help them. If you feel they're manipulating you, it doesn't mean you have to say nice things about them. It doesn't mean you become codependent to a bad person. It doesn't mean you personally quote unquote, forgive them in a commerce sense where it's like, 
If they haven't asked for forgiveness, you have no obligation to forgive them personally. But on a spiritual level, it's always good to forgive and abandon resentment. Because God always will punish better than you ever could. So what's the point? And if anybody's been here for the last five or six years, you've seen it. That it does, you can't come up with better punishments. Like God is the ultimate. And because the absence of God's blessing is the eternal punishment. And they're, they can't fix they're just like in a constant state of hell. That's why I'm like a happy, I know I can freak out and be a dick and, uh, you know, I have many, many flaws, but I'm in general, a very happy person. Okay. Um, I can forgive them, but I won't leave them alone with my kids. Obviously not. There's very few people in the world I'd leave alone with my kids. Forget about, uh, you know, forget about someone who's wronged you. No, or there's like, I don't think a certain group of people should be allowed in politics at all. <laughs> you know, I don't think people with multiple citizenship should be allowed in any aspect of American politics or power or authority on any level. I think the fact that uh, Ron DeSantis had a cabinet meeting in Israel is an insane act of betrayal. So I'm not like a pussy by saying have like forgive. Just when you can get to a state where you know that when someone consciously sins against God or in some senses unconsciously, but I think you are only really judged for what you know, their punishment has already happened. It just ha even if it hasn't happened in linear time yet, there's no avoiding it. And then when, when you're serving your neighbor and you're doing the best job you can and you love God, you know, that's all you can do. And any trial or pain or loss um, is part of your plan and you don't know how it will benefit your life or your loved one's life right away. And if you keep the faith and you keep the gratitude, um, pretty sure the Constitution says they can't. Uh, yeah, I'm sure, but they, you know, they're grabbing out of control. But here's, the th here's an interesting thing that's happening. I'm close with a lot of extreme gun enthusiasts and uh, the laws are going the other way than you would expect. It's uh, like we're pretty close to having no bans on guns, like automatic weapons may be legalized very soon. And I bet a lot of people haven't realized that, but the Supreme Court um, has now stated that that without like they go all the way back to 1790 now and if there isn't a constitutional argument or precedent before 1790 it's overturned you know um california is losing its ban on uh, magazines over 10 rounds it's uh it's getting wild in a good way and people now myself included can be so trained to wonder what the grabble is like what's the grabble you know me and my buddy were talking about that we're like so what does that mean i i like it i think it's good concealed carry is going a long way right now yeah it's uh it's all the gun laws are going the direction of the right wing machine guns are legal you gotta lay a 200 hour tax though well yeah if they're made before 1986 they can't produce machine guns 
You can grandfather in a machine gun that was made before they were banned, but um, but they're like twenty thousand dollars. Unless I don't know, I don't know how you can get them, or you might have to have a certain. I don't know. All I'm saying is, it's got like uh, suppressors and all the, all that stuff. You might be able to get it now without a background check soon. No permanent in Texas. Yeah. Men of the year, Clarence Thomas and Yay, right? That's hilarious. All right. Let's see if I've gotten to everything. Uh, ducks, money, porn, crazy, whooping, media, suspended, nigger, Skip Bayless, Shaquille O'Neal, Adolf Hitler, Kyrie Irving. Okay. Connington, hit me with the super chats and I will read the mail. I think you can make and sell full autos if you have the license and it's very expensive. Um, cool. Thank you. Someone just gave me a nice super chat without any letter. I appreciate that. Every bit helps. BB, if you do the note summary each stream, I can make hilarious clips. Please do that frequently. <laughs> That's a good idea, guy, did all right, so I'm at Rockfin here. Hey, Big Bear, I've watched every single stream and then some since I found you about two months ago. I have no idea how I came across you, but I'm so glad I did, and I really feel like it was providence and synchronicity. I have many things I would like to say, but I figured I can just start with a super chat. Expect many letters with bullion in the near future. Also, still working on my bear name. Awesome. Thank you. That was very nice. I've uh, been really enjoying having more coherence to my streams. It makes me less agitated. <laughs> All right, so this is, oh, sweet. As, uh, let, me, uh, let me write this down. Where's my pen? George. Did you take my pen, George? I just had a pen. Oh, here it is. Nice. Right after saying I have coherent streams, I couldn't find my pen. And that is why I know that there is a plan to life, and it's all very, very funny. Okay. Nice. Oh, Colin. Thanks, buddy. Oh, this is going to be a, could potentially be an emotional letter for me. Um, this is, you know how I, my, the, my friend who died, uh, my friend who died snowboarding, and we did that documentary, The Comedy of Death. I've talked about it a lot. My friend Aaron Shoemaker. This is his little brother just sent me a letter, so um, I'll, uh, I'll read this. Spicy Sarah said, thank you for always sharing the wisdom that keeps us going. The world is not a dark place when we shine our light together onward. Indeed. Thank you, Spicy Sarah. Uh, I'm, I, I'm Bland Owen. <laughs> Wu T-Bear says, paying some gay away, still training Kung Fu, was blessed recently with a gifted banjo after starting to play with a borrowed banjo last week. Now I get to learn and play while my oldest daughter plays fiddle and my youngest plays ukulele. Feeling beyond blessed, much love to BB Cod and all the bears. Thank you. M. Moga says, just finished watching yesterday's stream on forgiveness 
and Leonard Cohen stopped listening to his music a few years ago once I actually paid attention to the words. Great work breaking down. Keep up the good work, BB. Thank you. Thank you. The Shaq, Banana, Stephen A. Smith, and Kyrie cartoon is even funnier now, seeing how those two are attacking Kyrie. Great foresight. Kyneton, will you email me that uh, sketch? Bongo Bear says, Hey, BB, I had an idea for a bit while listening to a recent stream at work. It's the Jew VC channel, and they're selling a product called Ridenig that takes are of the lower um, echelons of society. Rigging at the JuVC channel. Oh, that's hilarious. Matt says, Friday bitches have a few fizzies on me. Got the JP Morgan place framed up. Mint dude. Yeah, I'm I'm rooting for our juice. I'll take JP Morgan over freaking Klaus Schwab. You know, because our Jews are just gangsters. Pay the vig, you get the oil and the grain. Dude, those European grabblers, they literally want you to eat bugs. I think it gives them boners. Matt says, ordering drywall for Tuesday, and I'm going to top the shit out of these walls. Uh, hanging board for the Lord. Planting garlic this weekend and doing a side job for a neighbor. Thanks, Alderino Bear. Good work, br- brother. There's beauty in doing a job well, even if you believe it's for evil people. Because you don't know who's actually evil. It's one of the beauties of not judging people's souls. And just you doing a good job, because just like Hallelujah, the song was translated into a beautiful, God-exalting praise song, even though it was structurally built by Leonard Cohen, uh, is is the metaphor for building a a great structure for someone that you don't know about. Because you don't know what it'll be used for in the future. You know, you can turn a prison into a church pretty easily. Thanks for all you do, and Cod, helping keep me laughing through the good and bad times. Donating to the campground today, onward. Also, may I be verified as White Sun Bear. Welcome, White Sun Bear. Charlie says, the 11-1 burner was gold. Thank you. Soy Proud Bear says, hey, BB, paying the gay away for drinking beer after work. Wish I could listen live, but I'm always checking unauthorized for the latest show. Good work, men and women. All right. Um... Let's, uh, let's read uh, Colin's letter here. Dear Owen, I've leached off your streams for some time without offering a proper gesture of gratitude. Dude, you don't need to give me silver, brother. You're, uh, your brother, your brother, my best friend, uh, was gift enough. You have a great bloodline. I still can't stop smiling about the image of Leonard Cohen hearing the Russian version and having his heart stop. Yeah. Um, please accept this small bit of grabble for your entertainment and inspiring babble. If I could give more, I would. I enjoyed the stream 1527 Central Pranking. The advice you shared from your Muslim friend was a powerful reminder to us all. It is very challenging to not judge a man's heart, especially when the behavior of that person is perverse and destructive. However, I believe it is an obligation for Christians or any good-willed man to condemn and reject sinful behavior. When they recognize it. Yeah, totally. I believe this should be done privately first. However, when disordered and sinful behavior is publicly promoted by a figure, it is necessary um, for the behavior to be publicly condemned. Yeah. All right. Um, I've seen you many times recognize sinful, deceitful, nonsense behavior, and you mock and condemn it. Not only do you wait with open arms for your 
quote-unquote victim to return to his senses, but you are also willing to recognize your own faults and grow into a better and stronger man through this process. I admire you for this, and this behavior alone is enough for me to be a loving and loyal listener. Thank you. Um, in stream 1528, I heard you grappling with the very challenging idea of loving a heinous sinner, and you gave the outrageous and hilarious analogy of the guy eating the woman's toes off after grotesquely dealing with her husband. I'd like to suggest that it is possible to love such a heinous sinner like that when we define the virtue of love accurately and put in its proper place. This idea of loving the sinner and hating the sin is brought out in Scripture many times, and if I may, I'd like to offer some thoughts from St. Thomas Aquinas that can help understand how to live out this expectation. Aquinas attributes three powers to the human soul, the power of the will, the intellect, and the passions. The will is the highest of the three, and the passions are the lowest. If we put our passions ahead of our will, power, and right reason, intellect, we make way for a disordered and sinful life. Yeah, I like Aquinas. I can, I, you can see uh, how much Aquinas has inspired E. Michael Jones. <clears throat> I like our idea of the passions. Our passions are a place to enjoy the fruits of a properly ordered and well and will and intellect. The virtue of love exists in the power of the will. If married couples place the virtue of love only in their passions, they are bound to be frustrated, for we don't always feel in love with our spouses. That is the point of a wedding vow. It is an expression of the will, not the passions. And it is the wedding night when there is an expression of passion, and hopefully babies are made. This is great advice. The intellect applies to the right course of reason we took to determine who we want to marry. But we get back on track to my point. I've heard the virtue of love best defined as to will the highest good for another. Man, when I met this kid, he was like 10 years old. And now look at him. So cool. He was just a little kid. And uh, he wrote me an email saying that, that, or he sent me a voicemail through email. I don't know how to describe that. But about how he first met me, uh, I just had brought a bunch of burritos to his house in East Aurora, outside of Buffalo, because I was like best friends with his brother. And just his description of me was very funny, very disorganized. <laughs> All right. And to see him really just elevate is really cool. All right. Um, the intellect applies to the right course of reason we took to determine who we want to marry. But to get back on track to my point, I've heard the virtue of love best described to will the highest good for another. That's amazing. With this definition, one is able to love someone from their willpower regardless of how they feel emotionally about them. In order to better understand this definition in action, we must also ask, what is the highest good? It is my firm belief that the highest good for any man is true repentance, conformity with the will of God, and, external, and eternal salvation. If a heinous sinner repents and conforms to the will of God, this will be the best case scenario for that soul and the whole world. So for that toe-eating grab or perv, we can love him by praying for and wanting his con conversion, even if in our passions we want him dead. This is a wonderful letter. That brings us to our next question. Can we love this toe-eating grab or perv while also wanting him to die? Yes. Yes! Exactly! This is so well written, man. I'm so proud of you, man. 
Your brother would have been proud of you. He always loved you so much, dude. It is with this same logic we can see how the death penalty can be loving and merciful act for a hardened, heinous sinner. A predetermined death must be brought to a hardened sinner with an opportunity to repent. His repentance at this point is not to save his body from death, but the opportunity to save his soul for closeness to death so often causes deeper conversion. The act of killing him also serves to liberate a community from his proven reprobate and destructive ways. Dude, you should run for governor. <laughs> this is so well articulated. This certainly should not be done without some type of just process. Yeah, that everyone signs on to. That's the thing. Is it, It's all contractual. That's why it's not about vigilante justice. It's not about you standing up and going to do it. The, if the community signs on to a just set of laws and people break it, you have the right to punish that person because it's a contract. That's why these little laws, like Idaho recently legalized sodomy and I was very upset about it because those little things do matter. Where if you as a community and a legal body have signed off on something, you can't... Uh, it, it's like you don't have the same contractual ability of punishing the person. Anyway, that's why libertarianism is very destructive. Oh, why does God or why does the state have anything to do with what's in our bedroom? We can just monitor it. No, no, no. No, you're, you're, forget, you're not understanding the point, but it's fine. It's fine. Just raise your kids not to butt pump. It is with the same properly placed love we can learn to forgive those who trespass against us no matter how terribly they do so. Anyway, I've babbled long enough. Thank you for all you do. I love you, brother. A shout out to the Legion of Bears, helping men grow in virtue and conquer. I've yet to be officially verified. Might be verified as miserable sinner bear. Welcome, miserable sinner bear. Much love to you and your family. Much love to you as well, Kyle. And welcome, miserable sinner bear. You can always tell the Catholics, they go real hard at themselves. But that was so well written, man, and... Always great to hear from you. And yeah, shout out to the Legion of Bears. Aquinas is a blessing. Yeah, definitely. There's a wedding invitation. Nice. Can't make the Florida though, but I do appreciate it always. All right. Uh, moving on. They legalized sodomy. Yeah, and it was the libertarian right who did it. Yep. They go, yeah, obviously it's wrong. But... We, we don't want the government in our bedroom. The government, my freedom from the government. Okay. Okay. Well, you don't get it, but that's okay. Everything happens the way it's supposed to happen. All we can do is, uh, you know, do what's, what's right. But yeah, that's why I'm not individual anywhere. It's like, oh, you got to do it, man. You got They're always trying to get you to overthrow your government. The government is, a, like, it can always get worse, guys. I obviously disagree with the sodomy overturning. Obviously. Um, but we live in an ordered society that's mainly biblically based, that doesn't persecute you for believing in God and worshiping God. And in general, they're pretty biblical laws. So that's a lot better than destroying that. And... Uh, you know, and it's just like one of those things that you learn the older you get. I don't even vote anymore, so there's that. Do what you want. I'm not saying you shouldn't vote. 
It's your decision, but I believe at this point it's consent to a system that I am not in favor of right now, but that doesn't mean to destroy it. It doesn't mean to enact a sin to hurt people that many of them are innocent, hardworking men. You know? Um, I hope everybody's having... Because you could argue that, that Trump did some good stuff with appointing certain judges that... Uh, have overturned some of this stuff. But I'll give you another perspective as a, a new Idahoan who knows a lot of people that have been through a lot of shit up here that were part of the Bundy standoff and part of all this stuff. Before Trump was elected with the Obama um, judges, this area was about to explode. I think Trump was a major press release. And it's, uh, it's kind of cucked in certain ways, uh, a lot of men here that were really focused on how, you know, the Obama judges were not following any constitution and they had a right to overthrow that. Like that was happening in North Idaho. So what happened? They bring in, they bring in Trump, they bring in the Patriots and Trump does some good, right? He, he puts in some good judges, puts in some good Supreme Court judges. Allegedly, I think it's all, I think it's all theater, but you know, I don't know. I'm not texting with Clarence Thomas. Uh, but that was the pressure release that then brought in project fucking warp speed. So that's why I'm not consenting to this because it's like, it's really more important to have your, uh, your family in order, your home front, your morality, your service to others you know, to keep sin out of your life because um, a Zio pressure release valve. Yeah, because people were about to start really doing some damage up here. Because what they were trying, like there was guys that, like the Bundy standoff, um, and I'm not recommending anyone do that, by the way. You know, I think that the system will collapse by its own depravity and the meek shall inherit the earth. And that doesn't mean cowardice. It just means choose your battles. You know, but some of the men that were arrested for that Bundy standoff were not breaking the Constitution. They were not breaking the law. And that's a fact. And those show trials that they did for those men and then was overturned was a mockery of the America that people up here live in. And so they were about to start really confronting that. And then comes in Zion Don who gets some people out. Everyone thinks the Patriots in office. He starts selling his, uh, his, uh, his vaccine and there you go. And now people are just kind of like tired. They're a little more burnout on politics. And so they're not really as engaged. Seeing people still support Trump after his crimes against humanity was the last straw for me with left, right paradigm. Both sides are gross. Yeah, it's the but it's the nature of power. It's the nature of secular power. I do not fantasize about the government falling. I don't fantasize about the Fed falling. It's a way to govern the slaves, to choose to be slaves. And if you want a world without that cracker in it, where people have not matured past sin, you'll see a hell that you can't imagine. Because to slowly get out of that uh, slave mentality, this whole stream is about slavery, right? It's not about killing the cracker. It's not about... Uh, the overthrow, because what if you don't know how to farm? Like one of the textbook satanic moves 
to take over an area. They did it in Ukraine. They did it in Zimbabwe. They're currently trying to do it in South Africa. Is you get the people to kill the farmers and the crackers and the plantation owners. The, the Haudemore, what a lot of people don't tell you about, you know, they're like, oh, they just killed all these innocent Ukrainians. They got the serfs to kill their landowners or to overthrow their landowners. And they got them in unpayable debt because of sin. That's how they do it. How can a small group of Jews kill that many people? They can't. It has to be you doing it. And then you understand the nature of good and evil itself. Satan never can make you do anything. Satan is the whisper. That's it. It's the influence. Oh, it might be nice. Well, how that, dude, I've been through the looking glass. I've been on the whipping post and I never broke. And if you can show me that you also been through that, yeah, maybe then you can criticize me and tell me your perspective. But a lot of people don't know what it's actually like to get through that whipping and not only get through it, but get through it without anger, resentment, and with a smile on your face because you're ready to be productive for your people. And you know how slaves are made is by the whiskey, the envy, the sex, the sin. And, and what's the one way to beat Satan is discipline, is teamwork. You are not alone on an island. You are not, masculinity is not, no one's coming to help. It's just me. I gotta take what's mine. And that's how I get a beautiful woman. Bullshit. Community, service, love of God, serve your neighbor, turn the other cheek, but yet have a hardcore morality that knows where the lines are. There are lines in the sand. Someone, you got tons of bread, someone steals your bread, give it to them. If it's your last loaf of bread, fight them to the death. You see, that's why there's so much more violence in poor communities. Because if I was mugged, I'd just, here, take my cell phone and my wall. Okay, man. Oh, you're a coward. No, no, it's calculated. That's not me sinning. If someone steals from me, I didn't commit a sin. If I could no longer provide for my family, if that's my last loaf of bread, but here's the thing, God provides your bread. So it's interesting, right? Like work all this out ahead of time before it happens. There's no shame in quote unquote cucking to a crime. There's no shame in paying your taxes. There's no shame in not fighting every battle. There is shame when they, they say you have to agree to evil. You have to, to pretend and lie, you know? That's why it's really important that when someone's cracking that whip, you get them to establish their moral foundations. You know, Shaquille O'Neal is so disgusted by yay, right? He's disgusted. What about Dwayne Wade? How, well, hey, Shaq, how come you and all the fucking house niggers on ESPN are not talking about uh, Dwayne Wade and his, uh, the little boy that he dressed as a girl and gave hormones for money? No problem at all, huh? Right? And so one way you can always tell a sellout is do they have a moral foundation? Like, have you established what you consider right and wrong? Do you pick and choose based on your own financial status? If so, then you're one of those guys just marching to Satan's tune. And, we, and it's not our job to punish them. It's our job to glorify God and build, have a family, wake up with a purpose, wake up serving your community. 
That's our job. Waking people up is not a... My job isn't to wake people up. It's to help the people who are awake not feel alone and gaslit and crazy and vengeful. Most people choose to live lies and they do so because of comfort and they do so because of fear. They're scared. They're comfortable. That's it. This is a good time to start at On Point BB. Oh, cool. Yeah, this is a good stream today. All right, let's keep reading. Um, Kobe knew this was coming and crashed the helicopter on purpose. Hilarious. Dear Owen, tis I, White Tiger Bear, writing yet again in the spirit of gratitude. Enclosed is my donation to Ursa Ozarks and also a tip for the piano man. A moon or more ago, you said midstream, if that's okay with Amy from Rockfin, which I found absolutely hilarious. I'm not sure why, but it had me busting a gut. Another phrase of your making that strikes my fancy and has waned in your recent use is sky grabblers in reference to predatory birds like hawks and eagles. <laughs> I love language and admire your expertise. Yeah, grabbler's so much better than Jew, guys. Because a grabbler is a behavior. And, and it's in nature. Coyotes are grabblers. You know, vultures. They just want to get a little taste of something someone else killed. Jew isn't accurate. And it's good to go through the phase and to break the liability shield and the victim consciousness of not six million. But there's plenty of Italians that aren't in the mob. There's plenty of Jews that aren't in the mob. And to, uh, you know, and it's, it doesn't even matter, dude. The mob exists because people want protection. There's ways to resist that. And there's cultures that resist that. And then they're given a different offer. Usually it's a ton of gold. Talk to the Middle East, man. Resisting the grabbers can be extremely profitable because they can't just kill you. There's not a lot of them and they need you to submit. <laughs> right? There are rules here. God's still, God's in control of the devil. God's above the devil. God is not threatened whatsoever by evil. So it's like resisting evil is very profitable too. That's the irony. You know, your wealth may not come in the form of money, but it'll come. But all praise go to God. All blessings from God. All praise to God. All forgiveness from God. These are not weak positions. This is the strongest position you can have. And you can see it over and over again in nature, in pop culture, in finance, in life. That's strength. Strength is with God. The true pyramid is not a scheme. The more neighbors and people that you can help through a hard time and you do it to glorify God, not yourself, the more those ripples go out. And a little piece goes up to you. It's almost like a fucking, like, you know, those bad pyramid schemes, like a Ponzi scheme. It's like that, except eternal and creates life and happiness and gratitude. It's like the mockery of God's pyramid, the upside down pyramid is, uh, is fascinating because it's, it's a one-to-one -one with God's pyramid, except the more you humiliate, the more you lie, the more you're rewarded by emptiness. You know, Shaq's still banging away at those commercials like a good little boy. 
calling himself rich. You got to wear your wife's shoes in commercials and go, oh, my feet, I shack. <laughs> How is that rich? It's not all Jews, but 99.999% of grabbers just happen to have Jewish last names. That's not a true paraplegic. You haven't gone, you, you don't see the circles that aren't in your face. Tell me, paraplegic, my uh, dead-legged friend, do you think fame is a positive or negative currency for someone that could have a lot of enemies? I'll let you ponder that for a little bit. Would you know the name of the one who employs the cracker? Why would you? Why would that guy want you to know his name? <laughs> Do you think that the people that created this system of enslavement want you to know their name and where they live? Why would they do that? No, they get uh, passion-driven grabbers that want the special... George Soros! Everyone will know George Soros! <laughs> they would rather get the money all behind the scenes. Money is a tool they invented to get you to humiliate yourself. <laughs> right? Sorry for laughing. One of my struggles is finding the devil funny. I'm just letting you guys know that. Uh, money isn't real. They invented it. They literally invented it as a control mechanism. They're outside of money. It's like, you know, God is outside of space and time. The real slave owners of this realm, the demonic upside down slave owners that are doing slavery in a very terrible way are outside the system of money. The faceless men. Yeah. And, and they have almost no free will at all. Almost no free will at all. Every man with a heartbeat still has a way back to God. Just like what Colin was saying. But in practicality, they have almost no ability to exercise any of their free will ever. A lot of times their entire life is determined before they're born and who they're going to marry and everything they're going to do. Hello, Bean Spillers Owen. Hello, Long Island Jew Bear. You know, lately I've been doing a strong push to protect our Jews. I just want you to know that, Long Island Jew Bear. Tell the guys at the synagogue that although I find a lot of them very sneaky, hand-rubbing, and deceitful, I'll take my Jews over foreign Jews any day of the week. I want you to know that. And I get that it's a hard, uh, it's a hard job to break the bucks, minds. I get it. It's terrifying. They must be scared all the time. If they see alcohol or drug use going down, if they see a drop at all in the consumption of pornography in the black community, they're fucking really terrified. So what do they have to do? They have to, they have to give them a bunch of money and be like, oh, you're so special. You're, you're like King David. Oh, yes, you're protecting people from hurting us. I don't think you're going to be physically hurt. I just think a lot of people are going to secretly resent the Jews like because they're the owners of the slaves. And I'm presenting a world where you don't have to be a slave. But it's all about discipline. It's all about going back to the, the roots, the basics, and it's all about serving God and your neighbors. And of course, I'm not perfect at it. Of course, I talk a lot of shit. Of course, sometimes my ego flares up. I'm not saying that I am this like, role model, but, but I am doing a better job than a lot of people. And I'm saying that as a challenge to you to be better, not to exalt myself. 
what do you do with people who actively try to contaminate children? My children are okay, but what about my neighbors? Speak out against them and encourage people to homeschool. That's pretty much all you can do in this current reality, in this current legal system. Uh, you know, because, okay, let's say you go out and shoot a teacher or something that, that uh, is teaching sodomy. That will be used against you and your community, and they will gain strength. And if you don't see it, just trust me on this. They want you to act like an animal. The thing they don't want is you sober up, you get out of debt, you, you like befriend your neighbor, you guys talk, you encourage your, them to either teach your kid critical thinking skills, maybe like pray at meals. Down the line, you might set up a homeschooling situation. That's the shit that really works. You shoot a, a teacher without coming up with another idea. Now your kids don't have a dad. That teacher is now a victim. They get sympathy. Now they get to crack down even harder. Whip, whip. The ultimate way to beat the whip is to endure the whip and then prosper as you're being whipped. Speak the truth. Have a great time doing it. Accept the lack of comfort as a way to get stronger. And that's it. They want you to strike them down. Don't get me wrong. The grabbers are terrified of it, but the next layer would love it. Strike me down, Skywalker. Strike me down. Hit me. Let me see that anger. Because when you're angry, when you're resentful, when you are not forgiving, you are weak. And you are a good little slave. And they'll throw their whip crackers into the fire for another hour of being at the top of, the, of their fake pyramid. Know that. Know that in your heart. They would throw Shaq into a fire. No, they don't love each other. BB, that's a great way to describe it. They made the number one abortionist martyrs in Canada, Order of Canada, and gave the ones wounded by activists large cash settlements and hero wars. Yeah, 100%. It's, uh, and it makes normal people hate you and defend them. Because if you're looking at murder versus uh, propaganda, murder's worse. As bad as what they're doing to children, and I biblically agree that they should have a millstone tied to their neck, um, it murders worse. And so if you murder them and, and their propaganda, so then that propaganda will be, will be more defended by average people that are just given those two options without really spiritually analyzing it. My stance on Israel isolates me from most Juden and the Holocaust and 9-11. Nice long island, Jubeber. You're doing a good job. You're doing a good service to them because their victim consciousness is their biggest. The Jews, quote unquote, are enslaved in America by victim consciousness, by Holocaust, 9-11, terrorism. They're trying to hurt me. That's how you enslave the Jews. You know, because they're just high level management in this pyramid. There's no difference from them than, you know, the NBA hard end that you're cracking the whip on. It's the same thing. They're just different whips. Most are still in the COVID. Yeah, yeah. The, the, the quote unquote Jews typically as a group are some of the biggest dupes you will find in society. They're the definition of quote unquote useful idiots. They're all, not all, I'd say 70, 80% are taking their vax. And they identify themselves as victims for an event that mostly didn't happen. That's hell. You don't have to punish these people. 
You just don't have to buy their product of hell. And then you got a lot of Jews that are doing great. Long Island Jew Bear sounds like a pretty strong guy, right? Because the more you reject victim consciousness, like Americans have victim consciousness. They want our freedom. They, they hate us for our freedom, the special boy, right? You know, the Jews are in the pit and the Americans on the pedestal. They hate us for our freedom because we have Cardi B. We get to jack off in a movie theater. That's why these goddamn Muslims hate us. <laughs> Dude, that's what enslaves the American is the, uh, you know, pre- you know, it's like the died for our freedom so I can get a BJ. We got grit and we went to the moon and we will be back soon with the red, right, and blue with some help from the Jew. America is me and America is you. We'll fly 10,000 miles to make people be, have, have our freedom. We'll force our freedom on it like rape. We'll force our freedom on them like rape. And they can't escape our freedom. We'll tie them down and we'll fuck them till they're free. We will hold a gun to their head and we will threaten them that they'll be dead unless they accept our freedom. Cause it's a red, white, and blue, we went to the moon. Help from the Jew and me and you. Freedom ain't free. You gotta clip your tiny wee wee and call your neighbor an anti-hate speech. So again, I'm not just pinning the Jews as the only people under spells that are doing bad things. <laughs> like, white America is retarded in a lot of ways. It's like, looking at the moon makes me feel proud. <laughs> I put all my dick pics on the iCloud. That's my Buick and me. Me and you, with some help from the Jew, we'll watch our pornos, cause we're free. And the fucking Taliban just don't see. We gotta get their women and the pornos. We gotta grow the heroin till our nose grows. <laughs> they hate our free we are. I get to black out at the bar. Like an eagle flying in the sky. And then I go get high cause I'm free cause I'm American. The rest of the world is so jealous of Baywatch. And all of our porn and our heroin and all. And we can come all day. <laughs> and we can proudly be gay. And if you're jealous and don't want to fuck a dude. We don't want to act real rude. But we'll bomb you and kill you and kill all your kids. And then we'll give you injections and you'll get SIDS. <laughs> we will rape the freedom into you with a little help from the Jew. <laughs> we will hold you down and make you feel our freedom. Spraying all over, spraying all our freedom. <laughs> we have to force them to be free, don't you see? They're being oppressed. They're being oppressed by not taking loans and making pornos. Guys, we have to force them into our democracy. And if they don't vote properly, we'll fucking do it another way. We'll bring a bunch of niggers in there. Obviously, they don't. They need a little help being free. Well, isn't it freedom just to practice Sharia law? No, freedom's porn, debt, and drugs. What part of freedom? Freedom feels good. Okay, 
You don't wear a burqa if you're free. You let everyone jerk off to you on the bus. What kind of sick fuck are you? Man. Just donated 432 for Bertaria. These streams are changing lives. Thank you, Corey. <laughs> We're going to stick our freedom in you. And we'll put it right where you poo. Because we're fucking gay and we're here to stay. The red, white, and blue is super fucking gay. Okay. <clears throat> um, another phrase you're mocking strikes my fancy and has waned in your recent... Oh, Sky Grabber. I love language. Did you know that in the Appalachian dialect, squirrels are called boomers? I did not know that. No doesn't mean no. It means freedom is ready to go. Now watch us shoot and bomb and squirt. And we'll do it until the freedom fucking hurts. It hurts to be free in your ass. Steven Crowder's got freedom class. He'll teach you how to wear a freedom mask. And then look at the gay porno and be a Christian. <laughs> If you put a flag on your mask, it shows that you're free. <laughs> he did that. Did you know Louder with Crowder sold masks? It was like, stick it to them. When they, when they see your mask with freedom on it, they'll know. <laughs> what a fag. What a stupid slave he is. That's all right. I'm not against slaves. If you want to be a slave and just bend over and take it in the ass... Go for it, man. I'm not here to tell Steven Crowder not to be a slave. You know, and if, if people want to wear his panties, his freedom panties, then I... All right. Uh, know this, and having a similar attitude to you as boomers and also literally towards squirrels, at times may and has magnified my laughter to your boomer rants thoughts. Okay, so this is Appalachian. You see them boomers out there rooting around trying to eat my seeds? I'm going to let George out. George will eat those damn boomers alive. Get them, George. That has to do with us, uh, squirrels. I've been wondering at what age I shouldn't play these streams around my baby. I, by the, hopefully by then I'm cleaner. We're all trying to grow. Uh, you know, I don't like how vulgar I am, but it's fucking hilarious. And I just, I'm just so good at it. It's a, it's a, it's a battle. It's rhetorically more powerful to, you know, to apply, you know, vulgar things to your message sometimes, you know, I get it. Go to Crowder's shop now and get your Wham Freedom Dumpster Pump Cup today. Yeah. It seems to me this linguistic sync serves as a nice example of how the word can mean many things to the listener and why being ruled by words is so annoying. Onward to crushing. Yeah, you're not ruled by words. You're ruled by God only. And we use words to handle our lives and navigate our lives. But yeah, it's easy to fall prey to, uh, to words. Babble is what they're called, is what it's called. Boomers like, am I going to get leave in America where the porno is free? They're, they're, they're holding men down and not letting them squirt. Time to bomb their weddings until they hurt. The craziest thing about the song I'm doing, it's exactly true. It's exactly true. 
When America is all about freedom, it's freedom to sin. That's literally what it means. Well, modern. But I have a lot of faith in America that I think that the, our nuts and bolts, our, our post office, our constitution, our, uh, a lot of our culture is awesome. But if you have a, a better idea of, uh, of how the devil works and how evil invades, it's holes in your culture and it's a lack of discipline that gets, that gets you. Nobody's having more fun than me now. Oh, Dean, for your top 10 hit. Thanks, thanks Rockfin. Song has potential. Anchor, get into it. Get into that song. Talk about um, freedom rape. And then, of course, you know, Apple will say, oh, you can't say that word. You just have to rape. Friendly Bear, BB, we had a C-section next week, and the nameless Jufro surgeon refused to enable me to provide blood for my wife or son in case of need. I don't want vaccinated blood, but I don't want them to die. No private option. I need Babylon, but at what cost? I think you'll be fine, friendly. I mean, I don't know. But I C-sections are a very, very uh, safe surgery. And uh, you're, you'll be fine. Just, just don't be afraid around your wife. That's the most important thing. And don't spiral and, and make her upset. She's very pregnant, and she just wants happiness and butterflies. Um, C-sections are phenomenally safe. And... Uh, yeah, usually uh, the, the blood would be needed during a bad birth. Um, but yeah, I mean, just you'll be fine, dude. Just don't, just don't get too fired up around your, your wife. Trad Barrett, can you look into the author Laura Ingalls Wilder? Yes. During my years as a homeschool mother and before being a truther, I felt something was off about the popularity and promotion of the book series in school. Aside from her... Freemasonic husband, her daughter was a divorced, childless libertarian. Also, may I be verified as trad bear, let her to come. Yeah, there's definitely something there. Everyone wouldn't, like, know her name if there wasn't something there. But I like the stories. And I'll just, that's it. Light Green Leaf Bear, great stream about forgiveness. I had to practice this recently with someone who wronged me. It felt counterintuitive. But in hindsight, it was the only thing I could have done to prevent being haunted by negative thoughts, much stronger to be emotionally unaffected by people craving a reaction from losing sleep. Crush on, 100%. It's not weak to be in a state without um, resentment or, you know, anger. It's super strong. You know, I've had people that I haven't thought about for years be like, oh, I bet you, you don't, you're not expecting to see me. And I'm like, I don't even know your name. <laughs> like, like, I've been haunting your head for years and I literally don't remember you. War Child, your forgiveness stream was perfect. My wife and I have been struggling with forgiving others lately and it's helped us move on a lot. I've been trying to think of a bear name. War Child Bear seems Tate-ish. No, it's okay. T Tate is, Tate, no, no. If it was like Dildo Ass Bear, that would be Tate-ish. War Child's cool. So I was thinking about the war bear, and that seems a little dark. Then I thought of Brondo. Can I be verified as Brondo bear? Welcome, Brondo bear. I like it, but war child is fine. War isn't bad. It's just bad. Like, all modern war is terrible. But just the idea of fighting isn't bad. Parallels of NFL and slavery. Traditionally, the talented Negroes were put on display and made spectacles on a stage by their masters. Yes. 
The draft is like how they bought and sold slaves. Yes. Sla I know, and I know the, the first reaction is, oh yeah, say that to your $30 million contract. It don't matter, guys. That's how slavery worked back then too. And it's fine. Be a slave. Have fun. Bang your hoes. Ride your cars. You know, that's how you control the slaves. And there is something strong about blacks or else they wouldn't be treated like this. Slaves have owners. They trade them both like cattle. They both work in fields. The miners are called plant, um, plantations. Yes, 100%. Yeah, it is modern slavery in a way. Like, it's a shout out to old school slavery. And it's cool, you know. I'm not saying that every athlete should just quit. It's a, it's, you're making a living, but they love taking alpha bucks and making them run at full speed against each other. How do you think they got the slaves to do it back in the day? It's the same thing. They get privileges and more shit. You know? It's like, here's some free whiskey. Now run as fast as you can. Fight each other to the death. Sound familiar? It's not racial. There's a lot of whites in, in uh, professional sports. UFC guys, all that stuff. Get in a cage, fight to the death. We'll give you, we'll give you fucking green squares. It's hilarious. And it's not, you know, I like sports. I like competition. It just don't humiliate yourself for it. You know, don't change your morality for it. Don't pretend like you're somebody you're not. In my opinion. BB, thanks. My thoughts too. She had blood before during our miscarriage a few months before the COVID vaccine if it happens again i might get a little hostile if they try the guy was mocking my concerns and had a groomer flag in his office and a climate activist badge on the condescension he expressed when he saw that i was in oil and paranoid about vaccines conspiracies yeah he sounds terrible is there any way you can get a better doctor he sounds like like a really twisted demonic guy I kept the old lady happy, but fuck, I wanted to beat the shit out of the disrespectful prick. Yeah, don't do that. Then she doesn't get a husband. Because uh, those guys press charges and those guys, um, you know, it's, you're not allowed to do that legally, biblically. You can't, just because someone pisses you off, you can't beat the shit out of them. Trust me, I know. I've wanted to as well. Um, sounds like a fact. Yeah, I know. I, I mean, I'd recommend getting another doctor, but... Um, you'll be all right, dude. You pay for the service, change doctors? Yeah. 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 Uh, uh, may peace fall upon you and your, cause you can say all kinds of shit to win. Like where it's like, oh, you, you think you're better than me cause I'm in oil. Well, how'd you drive here today in your little car? You know, do you know where this is all petroleum based, all the shit you're using? That syringe that you've injected in people with poison shit, it's made from oil, so you're welcome. But don't do that. Just win. Just, just, uh, just win. Also, putting the forgiveness stream to work this week. Nice. All right. Yeah, song request. Green sleeves for Veritas. I played that last night. Great. I love Veritas Bear. Rest in peace, my friend. All right. Hey, man, you uh, recently mentioned that you were less interested in discussing grabber football going forward. I wrote to you two months ago asking for the definition of what a gamma male is and how are they made. I'm done talking about gamma males because they, they squirt. and they, they, I like to keep my bitch shoot comments open. There's a few topics that are just, it's just so annoying. They, they go nuts when you talk about what a man is, 
or what a gamma is. They, they'll write 20 paragraphs freaking out. And I frankly don't care. A gamma male is basically somebody that lives in a delusion bubble to avoid pain. They lie to themselves and others, and they secretly want to be the alpha, but they could never be the alpha. No one wants them to be the alpha. That's why they're called the secret king. Many archetypes in movies exist of the gamma, like um, Syndrome in uh, The Incredibles or Scar in The Lion King. And that's it. Let's move on. Topics for a couple streams could be to continue the rest of the social hierarchy. No, I, I'm all right. Um, yeah, me and Vox are both kind of exhausted by it. Oh, check this out. Um, Magazine.BertariaTimes.com. Pre-orders will run for two weeks. Lowest price we will ever give for them is $23. Any extra copies in the future will be $35. So the third magazine, which is soon to be run, you can pre-order that at magazine.bertariatimes.com. Thank you. Walking Phoenix and Gladiator was a gamma. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I'm, I'm already done. It's like a Trinity conversation. I'm like, I'm good. Because then they're like, but, but, no, but I'm in a Sigma and everyone loves me. I squared it. Topic. All right. Um, topics for a couple streams could be to continue the rest of the social hierarchy. To add to those, to discuss the pitfalls of each type. Uh, good balance version into a shadow version and how to get back into balance. No, I've done streams about that and I'm good because it's very, people get very indulgent with it. Creating lifestyle dependency is how they enslave. It's not only athletes, it's anyone with an artificial propped up lifestyle. There's no way out but to humble yourself. Exactly, Toronto Bear. Dude, everybody has a slave driver on their back and it's always... Uh, and it's always, uh, it's always dependency. That's why they, they try and get the athletes to keep up with the Joneses and spend all their money on bullshit. They do the same thing to actors. They do the same thing to accountants. They do the same thing to themselves, dude. It's a spiritual battle. The only way out of the hell is to be humble and to like be simple and to not overspend and to not care what other people think. And uh, yeah. I always want to offer the perspective that you breaking down the grab where football plays and very helpful to staying out of the game and emo getting emotional with it. Yeah, definitely. Uh, the analysis you offer of geopolitics have provided a very positive influence on my life and has helped me ignore everything that I don't hear from you on your stream of the random conversation from patients at work. I think a lot of people can relate to this. Oh, I missed a, a, a sentence. Hang on. Other ideas, break down the logic and rhetoric topics. That's a, yeah, Vox does that better than I do. So unauthorized.tv, um, the dark stream, he does a meme weekly review of rhetoric and it's really precise and very effective. Another topic, the discussion that you call the flow state. How do you get into it and how that feels and influences your life? This may help people break out of a fear state. That's a good topic. I'll think about that. I'm glad to see you grow. It is inspiring to see you share your journey. I'm happy for the chapter change for you. Thank you, Stephen. Thank you, Stephen. You know, there's been a change in my streams on a level. I've tried to be more organized, but in general, um, it's a lot of the same. You know, I'm going to still be funny. I'll do the analysis, but I'm going to be very focused on the productivity of my listeners and like the real world application of some of the topics I cover. But making fun of the, the show... It's fine. It's okay. It's actually helpful to people. And what do we have here? 
There once was a big bear that joked and ribbed his way to the warm benches of LA where sodomy and grabbers owned the scene. There was plenty of money, women, and grifts to be had. But after this big bear realized the truth in the transgender movement Teva, he decided that this life was not for him. Stephen Crowder and Ben Shapiro quickly threw him to the side and continued to make love to Havanagila blaring in the background. And after doing many interviews with little angry paranoid men, he just, and there's, there's pictures to all this. You can see the little angry paranoid men. Uh, he decided that nobody was truly on his side. One day as he was watching TV, he decided to change the channel from Michael Jackson screaming Shimon while grabbing his little crotch to CBS, where he saw Little Hands Donny T on the television set flamboyantly dancing to the YMCA, a true trickster at heart. Even though he had no respect for this man, thought he was funny, and he knew he would definitely shake his hand um, if the time came. The same can't be said for the grabbly child-sniffing Joe Brandon Biden. He left the Golden State for the cold mountains of Idaho, where the land was abundant and the people were great. From here, he could watch the nonsense unfold in the community from afar. From an FBI raid that ruined the vaca uh, vacation of a very proud boy to the expulsion of the world's most banned and ominous man from all of social media, except, of course, Tucker Carlson, Tate. Of course, he saw it all and called them out as he went. He also was able to see primetime 99, grind and shine while going insane for the Ukraine. Kanye speaking truth to the J and Whitney Cummings spiraling out of control well on horse tranquilizers. This was enough for him to know that he was right for leaving the hell that is Hollywood, California, all the while making a utopia for like-minded people who value freedom, family, and health. Thanks again for all your knowledge. Been listening to you for a couple years, and I can tell you and I are a lot alike. I'm a 33-year-old outdoorsman, natural health advocate, arborist, chiropractic student, and truth enthusiast from Northern Illinois. Grabber country. Who really enjoys and aligns with most of what you talk about during the streams? I admire your strength to push through all the ridicule and shame that you had to endure while going through the hell that is Hollywood show business. I'm currently going through the same thing with family and friends when it comes to COVID. But no, I will be vindicated in the end, much like you have been. Although I do not have a family or a wife, I still hope to find one in the very near future. If I were Albert Einstein, I could just keep it in the family and things would be less difficult. But we all know what comes from that. All joking aside, you are doing well and are a great influence on those who look up to you. I myself have read many books over the years about health and truth and have looked into many of the mysteries of the world, much like yourself. It seems to never end. Thanks again for everything. I haven't given myself a name yet, but you're welcome to call me Cairo Tree Bear. Welcome, Cairo Tree Bear. That's awesome. All right, and that's going to be it for me today. So in closing, slavery is a choice. And slaves are managed by comfort and sin and anger and resentment. And uh, yeah, it's like, and really choose your battles because it, when you go into battle, you got to go all the way. And that doesn't involve erratic, animalistic, or violent behavior. It involves enduring with a smile on your face and serving. All right. That's uh, Kyneton Final Super Chat. So as always, subscribe to unauthorized.tv. 
You can always super chat me or directly send me a letter or anything at P.O. Box 490, Sandpoint, Idaho, 83864. Uh, Entropystream.live slash app slash Owen Benjamin Comedy in case you want to tip me in Kyneton Bear. Uh, and then I am uh, Bertari at campgrounds.com. Bub's Bird Bear. By the way, oh, about you, your boomer anthem, yes, every word is true. Ironically, that is why I rejected spirituality and America and everything except accepted in general and leaned into punk rock as a teen, which is allegedly what Tavistock wanted. I now sort of understand controlled op. Exactly, Bud's Birds Bear. They set up punk, they set up the Beatles, they set up all of it for the people that could see the lie so that the controlled opposition would corral you and keep you sinning. You know, because people have a revulsion to lies and deceit and grifting and slavery. And so they, they will leave and then that's why they make sure that they control the gate where you go. Oh no, I'm not one of those sheeple. I listen to Joe Rogan. You see? It's all set up. The true way out is discipline. And the reason it works is because a lot of people don't want the responsibility of being in control of their own lives outside of God. By the way, thanks to you and Cod for your consistent persistence. Thank you. Persistence is fertile. I think that's it. Kyneton, is that it? This has been a blast. As always, I might do a stream tomorrow. You can keep up with me at app.bertaritimes.com. I'll usually list if I do a weekend stream there. Um, t.me slash Owen Benjamin Comedy. People don't have a revulsion to slavery to a good master. Could it be? Well, the, the, yes. Yes. Um, the slavery I'm referring to is the, the current Talmudic, deceptive, race-based slavery. I get what you're saying, though. Yeah, biblical slavery is a different thing. Sharia slavery is a different thing. Um, we're all, yeah, but we're all just slaves to God at that point. And the, the landowner and the serf or the slave or the builder buddy, whatever you call them, you can always leave at any point. It's not actually slavery. It's like, but, you know, it's, I'll, I, I'm landing the point. I'm not going to get super into it right now. Crushing week. Thanks for everyone for the super chats and sorry, yay, for the lost Twitter. Um, yeah, but it only proves his point. And if he holds his ground and actually like, I, I sent him Gab. I was like, check out Gab. You know, one of the big mistakes Donald Trump made is he just kept trying to get back on Twitter. It's like, just go somewhere else. And then when they let you back on, just promote your new place and fucking leave. And don't look back because it sounds pretty hellish. Um, all right, guys, be fruitful, multiply. Don't be fruiting, boy, guy.